Well, better late than never. Let's get to the waiver wire. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? How did Week 15 treat you? Probably not as well as how it treated the NFL. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I'm sitting here watching these fucking games on a Tuesday, and it's just like, man, this shit might as well have just been played on fucking... Saturday and fucking uh, goddamn Sunday. Jesus, these games are fucking horrible. But, uh, yeah, we need to actually get through the slate. We'll take it game by game. It's going to be a little bit quicker podcast today. Um, we're going to get through there. we got to get through those games, get through some waiver wire type things here. Uh, and then we'll take a look back at the DFS breakdown. Um, I did have a good day on FanDuel. Not the greatest day on DK, but uh, ended up making a little bit of money on Yahoo, which negated. Wow, that was a nice fucking catch, Ricky. Uh, nice, uh, which basically nullified any loss that I had on DK, so I ended up coming out ahead. I know some other folks were not quite as lucky. Uh, you want to go through the Thursday and the and the Saturday game? Thursday game, Kansas City at L.A. Chargers. It's about what I expected. Nice shootout, thirty-four to twenty-eight. Uh, the only thing I was really say here is that we do have some people in the COVID protocol. Uh, mostly, you know. Namely, I guess I should say Travis Kelsey, tight end for Kansas City, and then uh, wide receiver Tyreek Hill just went on there, uh, I believe today, if not yesterday. Um, still don't know what's going on with Austin Eckler. He was on the COVID list, and then he was taken off. That was per on Yahoo. There's been reports on it. Whether We just don't know if it was right or wrong, so we're holding out hope that Austin Eckler is not on there. Uh, otherwise, we should be fine with the L.A. Chargers. Uh, New England, Indianapolis, Indianapolis, 27-17 to 17 winners over the New England Patriots. What can you say? It was a Jonathan Taylor game, and that was just about it. Uh, nothing to really report there other than Jonathan Taylor is a goddamn stud. Um, oh, my God. Please don't play a fucking video. Please don't play a video. Please don't play a video. Okay, any which way. Uh, Buffalo Bills, 31-14 winners over the Carolina Panthers. Uh, as far as Carolina is concerned, we're not dealing with anything there. Cam Newton's getting his points, but uh, I don't know. If you want to pick him up, I wouldn't want to start him, but if you want to pick him up, if he's still available, I'll, you're going to probably have to have him on there. He's going to get he's gonna get you a rushing touchdown. 
uh, cover your ass for the playoffs. That's about all I can really say uh, for Carolina. Uh, the running game is horrible. Passing game is terrible as well. Uh, at least DJ Moore is kind of, you know, making the best of it. At least got 10 fantasy points in a PPR. But other than that, I mean, there's really nothing in Carolina. Uh, Josh Allen, 19-34 for 210 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Took a bit to get going here uh, for him. Didn't rush too much. Just had three carries for 24 yards. The big thing was Devin Singletary really taking over the backfield. Uh, Zach Moss inactive again. So if Devin Singletary is available in your league, you need to go pick him up. Go pick him up. Uh, 22 of twenty-two carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. Uh, uh, one reception on one target for 10 yards. Wasn't very much there. The big story in here was really wide receiver Gabriel Davis, uh, who was in the write-up. You're welcome, Emmanuel Sanders sitting. Uh, sounds like Emmanuel Sanders may sit for another week, so uh, I know it's the Patriots, but, I mean, you could do worse. Uh, seven targets, five receptions, 85 yards, and two TDs. There was a junk TD at the end, uh, but fantasy points are fantasy points, so we're good there. Uh, Dawson Knox still doing his thing, although it wasn't all that great. Uh, four receptions for 38 yards on five targets, but he's getting the job done as a you know a low-end uh, tight end one, high end tight end two. Stefan Diggs, um, bit disappointing, but he did get the touchdown. Uh, four receptions for 35 yards on seven targets. Uh, Cole Beasley is on COVID. Uh, just went today. He's unvaccinated, so you know he's out for 10 days. So he's out for this weekend's game, uh, which is going to be big news for Gabriel Davis. Uh, Dawson no Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox, the big winners here. Uh, Stephon Diggs probably going to be shut down by the New England defense. So uh, definitely, definitely, we're going to probably have to start Knox. We're going to have to start. We're going to have to start uh, Gabe Davis because it's a potent offense when it wants to get going. Uh, like I said, I just don't know against New England. Uh, let's get on to Miami beating the New York Jets 31-24. to uh, the New York Jets, uh, they are what we thought they were, uh, except for the fact that Tevin Coleman definitely is the lead back in there, uh, no matter what they say about Michael Carter. Michael Carter did get eight carries, although they said that he was going to be the featured back, uh, but only got 18 yards on the ground. Didn't do much in the passing offense. Uh, two targets, one catch, two yards. Uh Jameson Crowder was serviceable out of the slot, 5 for 40 on 8 targets. Uh, I was going to bring this up uh, in the write-up about Braxton Berrios, the little short fucking god, pain in the ass, little wide receiver, white wide receiver. Uh, two carries for 10 yards, got a touchdown. That was d really disheartening. That was right out of the gate. Um, in this game, he wasn't really targeted uh, one reception on one target for 26 yards, but he's been kind of like Zach Wilson's little like boo. Um, I just, I don't know. I, you're not looking at Braxton Berrios at all. <laughs> not even if you're fucking desperate, would you ever pick up, uh, Braxton Berrios? Uh, two attack of Viola, 16 to 27 for 196, two touchdowns, two interceptions, little disappointed there. Um, seven carries for 19 yards. Uh, was not happy with the two turnovers. 
definitely. Uh, the big story, uh, we talked Sunday morning in the uh, uh, Daily Ambush uh, Discord chat about Duke Johnson versus Miles Gaskin. There was a prop that that came up um, for Duke Johnson. I believe it was a touchdown prop. Uh, it's like plus one twenty something like that. But uh, Duke Johnson, had primary ball carrier, it's just a stupid decision. Uh, it worked out for him, but it was just, in my opinion, it's a stupid decision. You might as well keep going with Miles Gaskin and see what you got there. Duke Johnson, he's getting long in the tooth. It's not going to last very long, so I don't know. But he was signed to the active roster. It sounds like he's going to be up. Uh, that means that Salvin Ahmed has, was inactive uh, for Sunday's game. It sounds like it's going to be Miles Gaskin and Duke Johnson here. Uh, Duke Johnson, 22 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. Hey, if you, if you played him, uh, good for you. Never fucking do it again. Uh, one reception for 20 yards on one target. Um, I would f uh, forewarn you that if you are going to go after Duke Johnson on the waiver wire, he does play New Orleans next week. Uh, Miles Gaskin, of course, you're not going to end up using him anyway. So um, good luck with that if you pick up Duke Johnson. Maybe put a dollar on him or something in the waiver wire, but other than that, I'm not touching him. Uh, Devontae Parker, four for 68 and a touchdown on eight targets. This is because Jalen Waddle was on the COVID protocol. And, of course, the next day on Monday was activated from the COVID list. So uh, Devontae Parker, he is the lead guy. Uh, Jalen Waddle is going to take away from him, uh, as is tight end Miles, uh, Mike Izicki, who really didn't do much, but he did get eight targets turning them into five receptions for 43 yards. I watched a bit of that game. Uh, most of the targets were way off target, uh, way off target. Did not like it at all. Um, yeah, it's just, wow, Swain, come on. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, the big surprise game of the weekend, the Detroit Lions, 30-12 to 12 winners over the Arizona Cardinals. This is kind of one of those weird things where it's just like um, guys go into teams go into Detroit, and it's seemingly they take Detroit for granted. Detroit plays very very hard, um, and they just underperform. You know they may win, but uh, they just kind of underperform. That's kind of like uh, say you got Arizona right two weeks earlier. Uh, we're looking at Minnesota. They beat who they beat. To get their first win, twenty nine to twenty seven. Uh, before that, Chicago at home, fourteen to uh, lost fourteen to sixteen. Um, Philadelphia took care of business. Cincinnati took care of business. Yeah. So after the bye week, it seems like they got a little bit, uh, a little bit better at home. Trying to hold on, you know, stand stand their ground, which. Uh, which is great. I, I I don't mind it at all. But uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of is what it is. Just is what it is. Now, if I can get this fucking thing reset, come on. Stupid spreadsheets. Stupid spreadsheets don't want to interact with me. Uh, Kyler Murray in the write up. Woof! What a terrible game. Twenty three of forty one for two fifty seven. One touchdown. One interception leave no he did not have a fumble that's right uh but only ran it four times for three yards so very terrible talked about it in the write-up about chase edmonds and james connor i would have loved to have started chase edmonds 
uh, for value if James Conner was there. He had six carries for 53 yards. Uh, didn't do anything in the passing game, though. One target, no no receptions. James Conner, eight for 39. Uh, two for 31 on two targets. So they really do take away from one another here, um, which is which is sucks. It just sucks. Uh, Christian Kirk, that was the guy that I really, really liked out of all the wide receivers. He did get it done. Uh, too bad I just said, fuck it. I'm not going to stick my head in there. Uh, nine receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown on 12 targets. He is the main guy there, uh, no matter what you say about A.J. Green. So Christian Kirk, the dominant guy. A.J. Green, the secondary guy. Uh, four for 64 on eight targets. Zach Ertz also didn't do too bad. It's kind of a value tight end, 6 for 74 on 11 targets. So Zach Hurts, he's going to be involved. He's going to be involved. So if he's still sitting out there, you don't want anybody else to have him. The other side, Jared Goff, he's on COVID protocol, but not before this game, 21 to 26 for 216, three touchdowns, no INTs. Uh, didn't even fumble the damn ball. Good for him. Craig Reynolds, oh, the undrafted. The undrafted uh, running back, 26 carries for 112 yards, um, one reception for five yards on one target. I I mean, Jamal Williams is going to be back this week, so I don't know if this whole Craig Reynolds thing is going to continue to keep going on. Um, so just be careful if he is on the waiver wire. I, wouldn't, I really wouldn't spend too much money there. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown is the lead dog. Out of the slot, eight receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. Josh Reynolds was the guy I wrote up a little bit cheaper, six for 68 and a touchdown on six targets. So he caught all six targets. He's got a rapport with Goff, but might not have Goff this week. So you got to be careful there. Is that fucking DJ Dallas? Fuck you, DJ Dallas. Oh, hate you. I hate you. I hate you, DJ Dales. Houston Texans, 30-16 to 16 winners over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags just cannot beat the Texans. That's their second loss of the year to the Texans. Davis Mills, 19-30 for 209 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, also had one carry for two yards, so that's great. Uh, still staying away from this backfield. Uh, I know Rex Burkhead was the lead dog here with 16 carries for 41 yards, but come on. Is there really a lead dog here? I don't think so. Brandon Cooks did get the job done, 7 for 102 and two touchdowns on 10 targets. He can possibly be considered for cash, but his price is going to end up moving up. I have not looked at them yet. Um, I will tonight, but uh, Brandon Cooks probably still staying away from uh, DFS as far as cash. Price is just going to get a little bit too higher. Got people chasing. Uh, it's doomed to fail at some point. Trevor Lawrence. Hey, hey, we're improving. We didn't we didn't have a turnover, Trevor. 22-38 for 210 yards, but didn't throw a touchdown. No interceptions. Five carries for 21 yards. James Robinson, who was the guy that you really had to lock in. The value was just too good on there. 16, uh, 18 carries, my bad. 75 yards and a touchdown. Good for a 4.2 average. Also had three receptions for 13 yards on six targets. James Robinson, very good play this week. James O'Shaughnessy, the tight end, the Irish nightmare, uh, four receptions for 60 yards on four targets. Uh, Laquan Treadwell continuing that trend of being the guy that 
uh, Trevor Lawrence really looks at. Nine targets. Nine targets. Okay? Six receptions for 57 yards. If he's really cheap, I, he's going to be good value. Um, that That's a trend that just keeps continuing to go. So I have a little bit of trust in it. Uh, as much as I hate Jacksonville, so we'll just we'll take a look at it. We'll see what the matchups are and just kind of go from there. Dallas twenty-one to six winners over the New York Giants. Uh, Dak Prescott continuing to just kind of flounder. Really, I mean, this game wasn't terrible, I guess, um, except they did have a fumble. Twenty-eight to thirty-seven for two hundred seventeen and a touchdown. Uh, no ints there. Uh, there's something really wrong with this Dallas offense. The defense is fucking phenomenal. Um, that's something that we trust. But this offense, it's wow. It's just wow, man. I mean, Tony Pollard comes, you know, has a plantar fasciitis. Uh, looked better than Zeke, twelve for seventy-four, good for a six-point-two average. Zeke did get a touchdown, but he finished sixteen of fifty-two on the ground. Uh, Zeke was the winner, though, in the as far as the backfield is concerned. In, terms of targets he had four turned him into three catches for 20 yards so better a lot better than the previous week uh dalton schultz got heavily involved here eight receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown on eight targets cd lamb was the guy i had written up six receptions for 50 yards on nine targets that's not going to get it done at his price so might be time to start uh kind of just forgetting about it maybe just for a week Otherwise, we could probably just use it in GPPs, uh, which is probably where this Dallas offense is really better suited, just waiting and see if we can get them to bust out. Uh, New York Giants offense, uh, do we really give a shit about this? Uh, Mike Lennon, just horrible, 13-24 to for 99 yards, three interceptions, which I pretty much predicted. I mean, because, you know, smart guy like that. Uh, Jake Fromm. The man from State Farm, he came in 6-12 for 82 yards, didn't throw any interceptions, no touchdowns, of course, either. Um, this offense is just completely broken. I mean, Devontae Booker, 8 carries for 74 yards, good for a 9.3 average. Saquon Barkley, 15 for 50, uh, 3.3. He is absolutely, he absolutely looked disgusted. Uh, in my opinion, he is completely checked out of this. Uh, they did put Daniel Jones on season-ending IR, as they did with Sterling Shepard, who actually played in this game. They put him on IR as well, uh, so they're done. They are done, my friends. They are done. We are not going to take any fucking offensive piece. I don't give a shit if somebody if somebody goes off. I don't care. I don't care if Kadarius Tony comes in. I'm just not going to fucking play it. It is what it is. Pittsburgh Steelers, 19-13 winners over the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill, 23-32-153. No touchdowns through an interception, but had five carries for 18 yards and got a touchdown back. Uh, you only know the problem is he fumbled the goddamn ball. Uh, Deontay Foreman is the lead guy here. He was written up 22-108, of uh, no touchdowns, but did have two receptions for 27 yards on three targets. Uh, he, I think as long as his price stays way down there, uh, I think we have an opportunity to keep using him as a value guy. Uh, it's just going to kind of depend on the slate. Ben Roethlisberger on the other side, 16 to 25 for 148. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Did get a rushing touchdown, though, at the goal line. So last Sunday home game, 
Last Sunday home game for Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. Najee Harris, uh, this is you don't run you don't run on Tennessee Titans. Twelve carries for eighteen yards. Uh, also had two receptions for eight yards on five targets. You just don't use running backs against them. Uh, Deontay Johnson really really shit the bed. Uh, five receptions for thirty eight yards on five targets. I mean, he caught all five targets. They were just horrible. They just weren't getting anything done. Down low, uh, did have a, ru- uh, a carry though for ten yards, so that was good there. Pat Fryermuth went out with a concussion, uh, but not before catching all four of his targets for thirty-seven yards. Uh, other than that, nothing really here. So we're going to pay attention to Pittsburgh. We're going to pay attention to Pat Fryermuth. We might have Eric Ebron coming back. Might be able to get a value on him. Uh, we'll have to take a look there. Jalen Hurts with the touchdown, rushing touchdown. Oh, come on. Can I get another? Can I get a fucking Dallas Goddard touchdown for fuck's sakes? Uh, late afternoon games. There was only three of them. One of them got moved. It's being played right now. Seattle and the L.A. Rams. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, 15-10 to 10 winners over the Denver Broncos. Uh, Joe Burrow. It was efficient Joe Burrow, which is disappointing. I had him written up in GPP as well as his two big targets there. Uh, 15 to 22 for 157, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, also had five carries for 25 yards. Uh, while we're at it, Joe Mixon, um, not the greatest day, 17 to 58, uh, good for a 3.4 average. Uh, only had one target, but got it for two yards, so... There it is, what it is. Uh, T. Higgins, and we'll get to Jamar Chase. Both of them failed uh, as far as for cash and for GPP. Tyler Boyd, though, was the big winner. Five for 96 and a touchdown on six targets. The touchdown he caught, uh, that was all That was all Boyd. That was all Boyd. Boyd's still out there. Come on. You might want to think about picking him back up. Definitely, definitely. He does not belong on waiver wires. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater went out with a concussion. Uh, really, you know, it's one of them snapback things. It was kind of like, um, <laughs> you know, you had the Donald Parham one on Thursday, which was scary enough when he was just sitting there with his arms fucking hanging out. Um, just a really kind of disturbing image. And then he had Teddy Bridgewater just get absolutely, I mean, his head just snapped back. Um, that's kind of what happened there on that one when he got sacked. Uh, 12-22 for 98 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, but, I mean, at least he's fine. So I believe he came out of the hospital today. So, Jesus Christ, Cooper Cup. How do you not stop Cooper Cup? Come on. Drew Locke came in, 6-12, 88 yards, hit uh, Tim Patrick with the touchdown. So he got that job done there. Javante Williams definitely is the best-looking running back in that backfield. 15 for 72 on the ground. Melvin Gordon, 15 for 53. Uh, Then you had in the passing game, uh, Javante Williams caught all four of his targets, but only for nine yards. Melvin Gordon had one target, caught it for eight yards. Nothing there. Value guy, Albert. Oh, I'm not going to say it. I'm just not going to say it. Had four targets, three receptions for 58 yards. He was $2,500 over on DK. So guess what? On DK, that was 8.8 points. He hit value. Uh, was very good as a punt. Other than that, there is nothing here. 
Uh, Noah Fant was good, five for 57, six targets, no touchdowns, of course, but um, they're, they're splitting. They're splitting time out there as far as pass catching is concerned. So, oh, oh boy, it is what it is. Uh, Denver is going to be in a lot of trouble. Moving on, San Francisco beat the Atlanta Falcons 31 to 13. Matt Ryan, 19 to 32 for 236 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. Very good, Matt Ryan. Also had five carries for 20 yards. It's the most awkward 20 yards you'll ever see, uh, but did lose a fumble. We talked about the backfield with Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson. Uh, it seems like everything's kind of falling apart in there. Uh, don't want to consider either guy, so we're just going to stay away from that backfield. Uh, I don't. If Corderell Patterson happens to beat us, he happens to beat us. I'm just, I wouldn't trust it. Uh, Russell Gage, though, was in the write-up uh, wide receiver. He paid off if he used him. Eight catches for 91 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. So Russell Gage, if he's still out there, is one of the main guys. Kyle Pitts still didn't do too bad. Um, just didn't get the job done as far as getting trying to get a touchdown. Four for 77 on seven targets. Ooh, Philly get an interception? No, 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 it's not an interception. Unless that's a fucking fumble. That def- that depends. That might be a fumble. Ooh, who just scored this touchdown? Ah, goddamn Cooper Cup. Of course he caught it. Uh, well, I'm dead in that league anyways. Fuck it. <laughs> just fuck it. Olamides Akesis? No. No. Yes, he caught both of his targets for 53 yards. No. No. Stay away. Jimmy G on the other side for the Niners. 18 to 23 for 235 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. Yeah, so disappointing. So disappointing. But they got three touchdowns on the ground, so that's kind of the problem. Jeff Wilson, uh, who actually looked like old Jeff Wilson, uh, 21 carries for 110 yards and a touchdown. Uh, also had two receptions for nine yards on two targets. Uh, Jeff Wilson with Elijah Mitchell expected back, but that's not a that's not certain that he's going to be back. So Jeff Wilson's out there. Maybe put a couple dollars on there. Uh, you might have you might catch somebody sleeping. So come on, Gibson. God damn it, sons of bitches. Um, Debo Samuel, six carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. Also had four receptions for 60 yards on five targets. So good in a full point PPR, uh, kind of got the job done there. Cause he would have gotten the 10 points just out of the receptions alone. Um, then you would have got another 18, almost nine, basically 19. So about 19 fantasy points. That would have been good. Good enough at his price, but, it, I mean, his price is getting... Well, no, because his price is way up there next to Devontae Adams. So, in reality, it didn't really pay off. Neither did Devontae Adams. Let's not get into that one. Um, about San Francisco receiving, George Kittle again. Six for 93 on six targets. Just didn't get the job done as far as getting a touchdown. Uh, but, I mean, if you paid up for George Kittle and you got... 15 points in a PPR, you're very happy with that. Um, at the very, I mean, he didn't get the touchdown, but it was a stable buy in there. So it's kind of a win. Uh, we'll go through the pricing on there as well. Brandon Ayuk, ugh, ugh, 
one reception for 36 yards on two targets. Yeah, definitely, you know, Debo's back on the field. Um, it really takes away from Brandon Ayuk. Juwan Jennings finally, like, a couple goddamn weeks later, three for 28. He's the one that caught the touchdown, six targets. Get the fuck out of here. Just, I'm not going Jawan Jennings ever again. No, not making that mistake. Green Bay Packers got away with it by the skin of their teeth. 31 to 30 over the Baltimore Ravens. Aaron Rodgers, 23 to 31 for 268. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, he was the most stable payup quarterback of the week. That was the guy that I used. He was the main guy on the t- at the top of the article, right? So that's obviously the quarterback that I'm going to go use. Uh, Worked out very, very well. Aaron Jones, running back, 13 carries for 58 yards. Uh, Also had two receptions on two targets for 12 yards and a touchdown. So uh, probably didn't pay off his salary, but it's nice to see him active in the offense again um, and getting the job done there. A.J. Dillon, 7 for 22, had a touchdown. Uh, also had a reception for 13 yards on one target. Now, I had written up Alan Lazard, who ended up finishing two for 23 on four targets, and I did write in there, though, that it's probably going to end up being an MVS game, and sure fucking shit. Five receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. Outdid Devontae Adams, six receptions for 44 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. Here's the problem. He is now on COVID protocol. So we may not see him uh, this next weekend, uh, basically on Saturday, on Christmas. We might not get ourselves some MVS, which is very sad. Tyler Huntley for the Baltimore Ravens, filling in again for Lamar Jackson. Got the job done. I almost just said, you know what, GPP, let's try Tyler Huntley in there. Packers have some problems with mobile quarterbacks, uh, and that certainly showed in this game. Tyler Huntley, 28-40 for 215 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had 13 carries for 73 yards and another two touchdowns. So, quarter, he's man, that kid is running that offense better than fucking Lamar Jackson, and that's really sad. Uh, now, Lamar Jackson was expected back today. I don't know if he actually did play uh, or actually did practice, but uh, keep paying attention to that. As the week goes on, uh, the big winner here, of course, Mark Andrews, 10 for 136, two touchdowns on 13 targets. I actually made a lineup on FanDuel that consisted, and this was my cash lineup, uh, consisted of George Kittle and Mark Andrews. I figured I might as well pay up for both top tight ends, and it worked out. It really did work out. I loved the lineup, so kept with it. Uh, geez, Marquise Brown, 10 receptions on 14 targets. He only got 43 yards. I'm like, this dude just, just keeps racking it up. On DK, you would have got the 10-catch bonus, but uh, I don't know exactly how happy you would be with that. It's just woof, woof, woof. It's, it's rough. It's rough right now with Hollywood. Really, really rough. Oh, Miles Sanders, first Philly player with consecutive 100-yard rushing games. Good job for you, Miles. Nice to see you get having a good day, especially against Washington, man. Washington does not give up the rushing yards, except for this long-ass fucking Jalen Hurts run. Holy shit. Holy shit. 
Uh, looks like DJ Dallas is taking over that backfield. So <laughs> great. Uh, I don't know what happened to Penny. Inefficiency. He's probably got fucking hurt, and I just never saw it. Who knows? I'll check it out later. New Orleans Saints 9-0 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good for the Saints. There is nothing, nothing of value in this fucking game. Marquez Callaway did have six receptions for 112 yards on nine targets. Hard to trust, though. So if you're going to try and get another wide receiver, you can take a look. But uh, I really wouldn't spend anything on him. Maybe a dollar. Maybe a dollar. Russell Wilson down deep. Oh, no. There's no way he caught that. There's no way. <laughs> oh, that looked like D. Eskridge. All righty. So, yeah, Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay. Here's where we really got to talk. So, we know that they did terrible. Tom Brady fucking wow. Uh, but uh, first things first. Chris Godwin tore his ACL. Um, he's out for the season, so go ahead and drop him. Uh, Mike Evans has a hamstring injury. He's week to week, but they did say that it's quite possible that he could end up playing this week. Uh, but I would have some kind of a backup here. Um, a backup plan for that one because you're probably going to be out. Oh, there it is. There's my video. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? Stay on my fucking game. Stupid TV. Goddamn TV. Stay on my fucking game. I got both games on for fuck's sakes. Um, so, yeah, just have the backup plan for Mike Evans. Uh, hopefully got another wide receiver that can fill in. Uh, the third one is Leonard Fournette, who, went, uh, who was having a really good game. So was Chris Godwin, too. Um... And I almost wonder if Chris Godwin wasn't playing on that torn ACL before he just finally said, fuck it, I can't do this anymore. Oh, Dallas Goddard, god damn it. Oh, he would have been gone. Um, but Leonard Fournette, uh, hamstring injury as well. Sounds like he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. So Ronald Jones. Yes, Ronald Jones could be a playoff savior if I haven't already picked him up on waivers. Oh, he was a free agent last week, and I just happened to pick him up. <laughs> Hopefully he did the same. Oh, my God. Las Vegas and Cleveland. Cleveland, we're not even going to fucking talk about. Just, it's a Nick Chubb show, and that's it. It's a Nick fucking Chubb show. Josh Jacobs did really, really well for Vegas. 16-14 winners over the Cleveland Browns. Last second field goal uh, by Daniel Carlson was pretty, was pretty. So pretty, they made him do it twice. Uh, but Derek Carr is really having a fucking issue. It's like back-to-back -back games where he's throwing an interception and had a fumble. That offensive line is fucking horrible. Um, so if we get them against a defense that's got a nice pass rush, we're going to start that defense. We're just going to start that fucking defense. Uh, but let's talk Josh Jacobs here for a minute. Uh, 15 for 52 on the ground. Three for 42 on four targets through the air. Not a bad, not a bad game. Hunter Renfro shit the bed, but Foster Moreau, man. Man, seven for 65 and nine targets. Where the fuck were you a couple weeks ago? Foster Moreau, you son of a bitch. Um, we're going to have to pay attention. Uh, should actually just have kind of a couple of shit talking 
uh, podcast this week while I'm doing some work. I can kind of blab on while I'm doing shit. So we'll take a look. We'll take a look, see if Darren Waller is going to be available. You can check this too. Uh, if he's not, if they definitely say that he's not going to be available this upcoming week, then Foster Moreau uh, is probably a worthy pick up there. Uh, Zay Jones, uh, six for 67 on nine targets. No, no, no. And I know Brian Edwards caught a touchdown, but he also had three receptions for eight yards on fucking four targets. So no, no. No. David Njoku should have had a touchdown in that game, too. Uh, it was a pretty fucking catch. He just hit his heel on the back end. Um, sucked. It just sucked. Uh, the actual Monday night game, Minnesota Vikings, 17-9 winners over the Chicago Bears. They started out good, man. They started out with, like, fucking rocket fire. Uh, and then Kirk because, I mean, Kirk Cousins hit uh, Justin Jefferson with just a pretty – Pretty ass pass, man. Uh, scored a touchdown, but uh, ended up finishing twelve of twenty-four for eighty-seven yards, two touchdowns and an interception. The Chicago secondary was down to just bare scrubs, practice squad players, and they decided that they wanted to run the ball with Dalvin Cook twenty-eight times for eighty-nine yards. That's all well and good, but. When Chicago has their full front available, they're actually pretty good, even against elite running backs. I mean, they, he didn't get a touchdown. He didn't get a touchdown. He needs a fucking touchdown. Ugh. Justin Jefferson, though, four for 47 on 10 targets. 10. I did see a couple of really bad passes, though. Really bad passes. We go to Chicago. Justin Fields, 26-39, 285, and a touchdown. No interceptions. I believe he did have a fumble, though. Yeah, he had a fumble. That's right. Uh, seven rushes for 35 yards. So uh, he'll be good. He'll be good for GPP. I do like Justin Fields. They're letting him actually play. Um, it is what it is. He got a cheap touchdown at the end. Um, so I guess you can't really say it was a great game. But uh, he's learning. He's learning. He needs to learn the ropes. And then, uh, you know, Matt Nagy will be gone next year anyway, so or for next year anyway, so fuck it. David Montgomery, though, had, an, had himself a nice game. 18 carries for 60 yards. Yeah, it's good for a 3.3 average. But on the other end, had five catches for 23 yards on six targets. So, I mean, he got the points. He definitely got the points. He's the, he's, he's the lone wolf for the most part. I mean, they did have Khalil Herbert come in, trying to play from behind, you know, three for 34 on four targets, but he was the main guy. Uh, Cole Komet, uh, this is looking good for next year, as quite possibly as a value tight end uh, for his third year. Uh, six for 71 on nine targets, so we'll probably be circling Cole Komet uh, for our fantasy drafts next year. Uh, Darnell Mooney, five for 63 on seven targets. You can't really ask too much more. Um, definitely out of a full point PPR uh, was kind of it, it's the better one, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So uh, let's move on to the write up, and then we can get the fuck out of here for the day. Uh, so yeah. So remember. Here's what ha here's what happened if you lost. Okay, so we like to start our three running backs, but I you know 
here's what I wrote, okay? Um, for now, outside of possibly utilizing running back Joe Mixon, we are going to pay down at two running back positions and pay up at wide receiver and tight end. There are a couple other pay down options to run out as a third RB option if you want, or you can try the two tight end approach this week. That's key. When I say something like that, you need to know. <laughs> well, you need to double check with me in the morning. That's usually Sunday mornings. That's when I'm making my G, my my lineup, and because uh, I'm trying to spend time with my child as well. Um, if I may, if I say something like that, that means I'm seriously looking at it. I'm seriously looking at the two tight end approach. Now you could have, man. You imagine if you would have went. Did I just put my cord in my fucking jacket? Um, if you would have won Albert O. and Mark Andrews and been able to pay up at all the other spots, oh, oh, oh. Um, what am I great? What am I great? But like I said, I went with I went with Kittle. Um. I went with Kittle and Andrews. I figured I might as well pay up. If we're paying, if I'm paying down at running back, um, just paying the you know dick dirt cheap price at both of those positions, basically just punting the shit out of it, then I might as well pay up and get what I want. And what I liked was those two tight ends in that spot. So they were the two guys that I was the most confident in. I wish I would have used Andrews in my cash lineup on DK. Um, I did use Kittle, so it didn't kill me. But, you know, when he goes off for 30-plus points, you really, really, you know, especially at a a smaller value, um, it would have been better. I could have paid up for another defense, uh, for a different defense. I did go Jacksonville defense over on DK, too. Kind of got swayed into that. I think I just kind of fell in that trap that most of the optimizers do. Uh, paying down and stuff. I did have Houston's defense written up at one point in time, but I figured if I was using James Robinson, why am I using Houston's defense? And then they scored on that run back, which really, really blew, but it is what it is. So quarterbacks, the cash game quarterback, Kyler Murray, fail. We're just going to do pass fails, okay? Get the fuck out of here. Aaron Rodgers, that is a pass, and you will notice that I did say Rodgers needs four TD passes to pass Brett Favre's Packers TD record. Uh, that means definitely that I'm on them. Uh, I am on him. Dak Prescott fail. Uh, we're gonna kind of just keep him to GPP for now. Uh, Tua mm, probably say fail on that one. He did have a decent game, but nothing really. Uh, to write home about Joe Burrow, fail. Jimmy Garoppolo, fail. So I only gave you one good quarterback. <sighs> it's really, really disheartening. Uh, Joe Mixon did say he was the best of the high-priced running backs. Uh, I'm just, I did say I'm just not in love with him this week. I will have shares in GPP, though. I did have shares in GPP. Uh, Miles Gaskin, again, he got fucked by Duke Johnson. Um if we would have known that Duke Johnson was going to be the starter and then he was going to hold it, I mean, of course, we would have just started Duke Johnson. But it is what it is. I'm not going to make speculative ads on there. Uh, Chase Edmonds, James Conner. Uh, I said Edmonds was activated. Conner expected to play. So automatically, I'm out on there. Uh, James Robinson worked out well. 
uh, got the job done, got what we needed there. Uh, Dante Foreman should have just went with him. Uh, he got the job done uh, far and away. GPP, Javante, and Melvin Gordon both fail. Um, Mike Davis, Correll Patterson. Oh, my God. Why did I even fucking list them? Oh, fails. Fail. Come on. Not digging in there again. Uh, wide receivers cash. Devontae Adams uh, was actually a fail, uh, but he did bring in the points, which is, I mean, it was a, sta- uh, it was a stable play. Uh, got that done, so that's good. Holy fuck, did Matt, Ryan, uh, Matt Stafford just get fucking drilled. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, C.D. Lamb, fail. Uh, Should have done way better. He's just got fucking drops. Deontay Johnson, fail, man. T. Higgins, fail. Brandon Ayuk, fail. Holy fuck, I failed you. Holy shit. Russell Gage, yeah, got it. Devontae Parker, yeah, that was chalk. Rashad Bateman, fail. Marvin Jones, fail. Josh Reynolds, yes. Gabe Davis, yes. I had Gabe Davis in every lineup, by the way. Um, Debo Samuel, GBP. Let me see here. That's technically, that's a fail. Jamar Chase, fail. Brandon Cooks, win. Um, I didn't write up enough about the goddamn Cardinals wide receivers. That's a fail. Alazar, fail. I failed you. Jesus Christ. George Kittle, I'm going to say pass. I'm going to say he passed. Mark Andrews, super pass. Uh, Gazicki, uh, Unfortunately, failed. Fortunately, failed. I did say, though, I just don't know if I can fully trust him again in cash. And G- a- GPP, on- uh, absolutely, honestly, would rather pay up for Kittle and Andrews. Uh, GPP, tight ends, Zach Ertz. i give him a pass, considering Mike Gazicki, yeah. Albert O, pass. Brevin Jordan, didn't. I don't. he didn't have a fucking target. I don't know what the fuck happened there. The fuck? They were going to him at... Hard and heavy the last couple of weeks with uh, goddamn uh, uh, Davis Mills, and then they just stopped. Miami Dolphins fail. Buffalo Bills, yeah, they got the job done. Thank you, Jordan Howard. Uh, Arizona Cardinals fail. Dallas Cowboys uh, pass. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, that one would have passed, especially if you had them on FanDuel. Uh, that would have worked. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, eh, it's a fail. Um, wow. Wow. I did not, I did not do a good job this week. I did not. I did not. COVID, COVID or what, or anything. There's no fucking excuse for that. I fucking failed. I got to do a better job. We will do a better job. We are going to win, uh, this Christmas week. I want to have a write up out, at least something small, uh, for the two game slate on Saturday, uh, I'm hoping to have that. I should I I should have it out on Friday, uh, at the very latest. Um, nothing major, but uh, at the very least, what I want to do is have some kind of a write up. Hopefully, just kind of get something out uh, where I talk about it. I gotta have a fucking podcast and talk about the shit. Uh, there's no excuse. That's my bad. That's on me. You can yell at me all you want. 
and it is fully fucking warranted. But we are moving on. We are going to week 16. If you have any questions, Twitter and Instagram, at RoyDog underscore 13, Dennis M. Roy over on Facebook. And I am going to go to bed. I'm fucking tired. I got a lot of work this week. If I am short with you on questions, it's just because I got to get shit done. But ask away, and I'll have the answers. Peace out.